0: There really are no words to properly describe and reflect upon what has transpired and what is still transpiring since this past Shabbos, Shemini, Atzeras. The tragic loss of life of all ages, the evil, horrific, and you would call it animalistic, but we know that even animals aren't as disgusting as the people who have committed such evil and are still committing such evil in Gaza and in other areas of Eretz Israel. In what is being described as the biggest tragedy against Klaus Israel since the Holocaust. And I was very hesitant to even talk about it in any public setting, and certainly not on my podcast, and I wondered, you know, what is my Voda in terms of this larger discussion? I didn't want to chas cheap cheapen what's going on, and the truth is, I originally didn't plan to say anything at all. Beyond that, I don't consider myself to be a goddol in any sense of the word, and I don't feel that I'm one to offer an opinion in the with regards to what we're supposed to be doing now. But perhaps like anybody else, I have certainly given it thought. Of course, I've been giving it emotion as well, because when you've seen certain sights, when you've heard certain things, if your heart is not broken over it, sort of Usher Weiss said that you have no chilek in Olam Haba, and if a person can only imagine, if Rehman it was someone that he knew, and in fact, for many people, it is someone that they know, or it is them happening to them themselves, so how could you not cry? But to take perhaps a Torah approach as much as possible to this I have been collecting ideas from things that I've heard and have even noticed that I was actually machaving in a certain sense to various approaches of what our Avodah is right now and I, I believe that the question is as simple as that what, what is the avoda? What are we supposed to do Given the circumstances, and of course there are many practical things that I'm not going to discuss, like giving tzedakah to the right causes and things like that. And there's you know there's the classic you know suggestion that everyone will will, will recommend and appropriately so to Davin for those who are fighting, those who are in combat, to Davin for the return of hostages, to learn Torah in their merit. These are, these are all. You know, wonderful things, and yes, I, I would, I would, I would definitely fall back on them, and I will come back to these things. But I wanted to just uh, focus in on two basic points. One, one point is this feeling that many people naturally have—that they feel hopeless. And powerless to be able to do anything practical. Now obviously in Yiddishkeit, we don't really believe that to be true. We believe that we can affect and impact, create changes from wherever we are. Just as HaKadosh Baruch is everywhere, HaMokom Yerachem, HaMokom Yenachem, Hashem is everywhere and can do anything from anywhere. So we can connect to Hashem from anywhere and we can in fact change somewhere else. So of course that is, that is dispelled by everything we believe in, that, 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 that fear that there's nothing that we can do, and that, that numbness that we sometimes get. Of course we can make changes, but the question always is, okay, so what can I do to affect that change? If I'm only one person, if I don't necessarily have as much money as I would like to give, to a cause if I'm not in Arati Sauron, if I have no plans of going there, I'm afraid to go. And sometimes people try to come up with these really creative ideas of what they can do to, to make the situation better. And I wanted to suggest that the truth is that maybe we don't really need any creative new ideas. So then what would we do? I would say that the, the recipe the prescription has been in front of us since, since at least Kabbalah Torah, and perhaps even earlier. And we, we know the things that hold up the world. It's a mission in Pirkei Avos, the world is held up by Torah, Avoda, Kamilas Chasadim, and these are things that we have all the time. Right? Maybe it pays, yes, to say extra to hilim and extra to philos But for one second, maybe we could consider just not any creative new ideas, but things that we've been doing already, or hopefully have been doing already. So instead of coming up with something new, maybe we could increase the quality in which we are doing the things that we are already doing. And this, in fact, was suggested by one of my Arbari Ravari Marcus, Know, Rosh Hashanah from Rishit. He was asked, "You know, what are we supposed to work on now?" And he said, "More, more Torah, tefillah, and chesed." Like is, 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 is that a shock? Is that, is that an explosive answer? Of course not. But it, it seems so simplistic. But of course, that's what we're supposed to do: Torah, tefillah, and chesed. So, if we're learning, what is the quality of our Torah learning? First of all, are we being kovei itzimotar? Are we making time for Torah? And if we are, what is the quality of our Torah learning? Are we being distracted while we're doing our Torah learning? Are we learning with with purpose and intention? Right. So, yes, learning Torah. Is it about learning more Torah, giving more time, more minutes, more hours? Maybe. But just what about the quality of the Torah learning as you're doing it, and doing that as a schos for the people that need it for the neshamas at this point, that need it for the families that are looking for nechama, that need our schuyos, for those who are waiting to come home, mishibu Gula. So, there's the quality of our Torah learning, the quality of our tefillah. Are we thinking about the meaning of the words that we say? Because the truth is, throughout our davening, we already have places, so many different places, where we daven for things that are very relevant to the situation that we're in. You know, the, 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 that, that, those who are in our and, or, and who are in a sara, what they're going through. So throughout our davening, just look at, you know, in Re'evi Aninu, very re'e very See our affliction and, and champion our cause, fight for us. And that's not even the only place. There's so many places throughout our davening. If we would just look into our siddur, even with an art scroll, but just um, or and and if, let's say we're pretty good at Hebrew, but we just usually don't think about it, so we don't really know what we're saying anyway. So many of the tefillos that we say. Let's see, go well, and from and from Tzion is going to come a redeemer. Uh, the, the, fa- the fact that we say Yiskadal v'yiskadash in Kaddish. Which is based on Hiskadil from, Viskadishti from, from the Haftarah pertaining to Gagumagog, Magog. When we answer, Yom Yiskadal Viskadash Shmei that Hashem's name should be great, Uvizman Karivim should happen very soon. Like, literally, it's, it's in those words that we are invoking what we hope to be the time of Mashiach coming. Hashem Hoshiach HaMelechian Einu V'Yom Karinu. Right. This is something I was thinking about over Simchas Torah when, when we were doing the HaKafos. What is the avoda of a Yid during HaKafos on, on, on Simchas Torah knowing what's going on in the world around him? Right. What is the response of a from Yid who is aware of what's happening around him on Simchas Torah? We have a, we have a, a minhag of HaKafos, and yet there are people in, in dire sorrow. So, what is, what is it? What is it for me to do? And I thought, you know, there's there's no chidushim. You might think it's a contradiction, but if you've ever thought about it, how come during hakafos we say Ana Hashem Hoshi Ana, Ana Hashem Aninu Viom right, We 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 live with duality. Right, we have a we, we have a chauffeur, but on the one hand we say Harilufnei al Hashem, which is celebrating the king. It's 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 celebratory. It's festive. And yet the shofar, the trua of Melchama, crying out in a time of war, asking Hashem for mercy, that Hashem is Lishmoa kol shofar barachamim. And yet we had just had the Dalad Minim. It feels like, at this point, it feels like it was so long ago. But uh, taking the Dalad Minim, on the one hand, we're thanking Hashem with the Dalad Minim, the Samachtim you Hashem, you're celebrating before Hashem. And yet we shake them at Anah Hashem Hoshia We go around Hoshana Hashem, please save us, bring us the rain at its proper time. Give us what we need, fend off the Ruach Ra, the evil winds. So, which one is it? The answer is there's a duality. It's Tefillah. The shofar is Tefillah, and our Dal Minim is Tefillah. And throughout our tefillos, we have times of bakasha, times of crying out, of making a desperate appeal, and we have times of saying thank you, Hodu Lashem, Shavach and Hodah. And no differently during Hakavus, we say, um, we say, Hashem hoshia. we say Hoshiana and Ana Hashem Ani and while we you know we sing it and we're happy, aninu Nuvim Karinu. Like, you know, there's no reason why at that time when we're saying those words and singing those words that we are not also channeling the energy of davening for a klal Yisrael. We don't really have to wait till next halal to have in mind, and I know Hashem Hoshia, that Hashem should save us even though this Shabbos is Shabbos Mevarchim, but we, we can, you know, every single time, at the very end, or at the beginning of Ma'ariv, we say it at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Hashem Hoshia, Hamelechian Hashem should answer us on the day that we call out. Do we ever put thought to that? And of course, in Laminat Chaf, the truth is we say it three times because we say it two times at Shachars. Right? So, the quality of our tefillah, quality of our Torah, quality of our tefillah. Or, um, it's, it's crazy, it's incredible. I was just learning with a middle school boy's Sichas muster just before Sukkus. And Rav Chaim in his piece on Arav Sukkis was reflecting on the, um, on the, what was happening at the time, the, the Yom Kippur War, and he was talking about M'chazek and Torah and Tefillah. And perhaps one that is not talked about enough, but I believe, Baruch Hashem, we are seeing it a lot, is our chasadim. If there's such evil in the world people who can do such despicable terrible repulsive things showing a complete lack of of any concern for human life then what could be the tikkun for that other than showing that care that 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 sanctity for for another human life by doing chesed, by doing good for another person and the quality of our hased putting thought being intentional about our Torah, our intentional, intentional about our tefillah, intentional about our chesed. There is nothing creative about the suggestion. Matt, I'm not suggesting a chiddush. I'm not even suggesting an answer. What's going to be the thing that will that will solve all of our problems in Ghulas? And right, we, we we don't know what the button is. What button do we press? But the truth is, the, these are just the buttons are the same buttons that we were told. We our, what is our avodah every day, and why should that change now? The only reason it should change now is if we're doing the same avoda, but we're doing it better. Right, the, 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 that that I believe is the is the first important point. And I don't think anyone needs to be a gadol hador to be able to suggest this. In fact, I um, heard the story from Rabbi Moshe Shrek. The, um, who had heard Basham or Sholem Kamenetsky, that when, um, when a tragedy took place, the question was, how should we respond? And they told him different suggestions that they heard from different, from different people. And Sholem Kamenetsky said, yeah, they're, they're all wrong and they're all right. What did he mean? That all of the suggestions were wrong because there isn't any one suggestion that is true. And who could say for you, what your avoda is during this time, right? Like, like who knows if 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 one person's supposed to be working on Torah, the other person's filo, the other person's Hased, and the other person's something completely different. who's to say? And yet those answers are correct because of course, these are all appropriate things to be doing, and yet, um, maybe for them, that is the avoda. So the, so again the, the, the point is, there are things that are already in front of us, things that we should already be doing, and the question is just how well are we doing it. So, that's that's point number one. Point number two is a thought that um, had that really grew on me, and it might sound a little bit controversial, um, but this uh, the, this really pertains to one of the things that everybody or I should say a lot of people, were searching for when these tragedies started. And that is the, the, you know, the question of from where we can derive chizuk. Chizuk is commonly translated as encouragement or inspiration. Literally, it means strength. And I'll be honest, at first, my initial thought was, no, like, I, chizuk's not what I'm looking for right now. If anything, I want to be a Mishtatef and partner up with the Tsar of my brothers, the people who I, who should to me feel like brothers in Erez Yisrael, members of Amisrael, Ahenu Kolbeis Yisrael, to be able to feel the pain with them. And to me, Chizuk really seemed like almost like opting out, it seemed like the alternative. That also on the just didn't seem realistic. How can you try to get chizuk in such a terrible time? It's a terrible time for a reason, and I should harp on the negativity of what's going on because I should feel it and not be distracted from it. And what we really want, for if we're being honest, we don't want chizuk. What we really want is we want we want the situation to be permanently over forever. Right that we want the gullus to end if this is the Battle of Gogu mughog then so be it just let it happen let it pass us by the the battle which we just read about literally in the Haftara before sokus or on sokus rather let this just be the end, the Gula there, there should be no other alternative to that. just give us the gula already don't don't distract me from the Tsar that I'm in. Just, just, just end it. Just end everything. That's the, That's what we want. We want the gula to come. We want. We want the, the, the to skip ahead to the tchias amesim, to to you know the sound of the chauffeur, to the rebuilding of Beis Hamikdash, all of Klai returning, Mearba So that was how I initially thought, and I have half changed from that. Because, on the one hand, I still believe that we have to be mishdatif and the tsar. And that that is if you don't feel it enough naturally. And the truth is, you should feel it enough naturally. But even so, you shouldn't uh, you know, ever um, become complacent and think that this doesn't have to do with us. And yes, we should also want to move on to the next stage. We should want it to be the gula. We should we should not be satisfied with just the the tragedy being, it's not going to be reversed, um, you know, in this world, in this normal way, without the tchiasa Mason, But at the very least, uh, you know, that which we're hoping for, that that moment of relief when when all of the terrorists are finally gone. So, even that we should not be satisfied with. Yes, the hostages should return, and we still shouldn't be satisfied. We should we should continue to want the geula no matter what but why chizuk is so important. Why is it that we need chizuk? And uh, I think the, you know, to that, that, to the contrary to what might be my controversial opinion is that chizuk is the only way towards that destination. And this is true naturally in the natural world, and this is, I believe, now true in the spiritual realm as well, the real, the real realm. What I mean is like this this is uh, this, this is an idea that's been just floating around a lot lately coming from places as involved as somehow the IDF themselves and that is that the goal and purpose of terrorists is to strike terror which obviously makes sense they are trying the the, the nature of the slaughter that they are engaged in. The slaughter, the torture, the desecration of human life, and their recording and broadcasting of it is all for the purpose of hurting the morale. It's to create the fear. It is to remove any chizuk that we have. From Am as a whole, and more specifically to those in combat, and that naturally hurts the war effort. It naturally hurts the mission. This is why, after all, it says in the Torah, and Parsha Shoftim, that the person who is afraid should go home from war. We don't want him on the battlefield. We have no place and no time for him, and he's going to ruin it for everyone else. And yet I believe that this is not only true in that natural sense, that we should not be watching the clips that the terrible people are hoping that we will watch. The videos that they record, and at least uh, not that there isn't a value to watching it. I believe that there is a value to watching and to seeing, certainly not harping on it to the point that we're not being able to be productive in our milchama that we can that we can fight from a distance, the milchama seyitzer, the milchama of Torah. But just from that practical sense of not not letting it break us. To continue to give the support and love, and that chizuk to those who are fighting, but I believe that that same chizuk is what is actually required of right now. Because chizuk comes from a place of emuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was the one who created the world and everything in it the bitachon that he is still running the world and knowing that the Geula is around the corner and that we're getting ever closer we've never been this close that in a sense like it feels like this must be like go go and that we are seeing Mashiach around the corner. I believe that's what creates the, the BSM Mashiach. It's the chizuk that will do that. It's not a distraction. If you're doing it right, chizuk should never be a distraction. Chizuk should be that which gives us the strength to keep going towards the end goal. This is true for Tzahal and I believe this is true for every single one of us. Which is why I think it's it's, it's important that even though, you know, I, this week, on, even on my podcast, I've been very quiet just because I did not know what to say. I was wondering how could I go back to quote-unquote normal when everything is happening. What could I say in a public forum that could be appropriate? And yet... I think that's what we need to do, and the only way to move forward is to move forward. And, um, and so, Be'z Hashem, it's, uh, it's it's going to be in Chus of the Torah that we will continue to learn together, the Yitzfilahs that we will continue to daven together, the Chesed that we'll be doing for each other, um, the, the, that's that's what's going to bring us there, and to, to keep spreading that light of Torah. So, Be'z Shem, we're going to be dedicating all of the future shirim, of course, to those members of Kala Yisrael that really need it, to really, to all of Kala Yisrael, all of Am Yisrael, and especially those in Eretz Yisrael. So to to those who have been wounded, they should experience Rufu HaShuleyma. To those who have fallen, their neshamas should have an aliyah. To the families of those who have fallen, they should have an achama. To those who are still captives, they should be returned from Shibud to Ga'ula. From their Shivya to their Chayrus. Those who are in the Melchama should be menatzeach in the Melchama. And all of Klaus Yisrael should experience that final guru. The merry,